I have to say, um, it was hysterical. I, they have like these two machines suspended in the air and they pour out like these sudsy bubbles all on top of your heads. And so my two young nephews got in, you know, the mosh pit here, um, with the suds, um, just everywhere. And they declared it the best campground shower they had ever had. I mean, it was, it was really memorable. It was a great time and it was free. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. Authors of Where Should We Camp Next, a 50-state guide to amazing campgrounds and other unique outdoor accommodations. Almost 12 years ago, we bought a pop-up camper that changed our lives and introduced us to the joys of RV travel. Join us now as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook. We will also keep you dialed in to the latest RV innovations from people in the know. So pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. Today, I'm really excited to have back on the show our friend and correspondent, Shelly Bailey Shaw, who is the founder of Kid Tripster and an amazing person and an amazing correspondent that we have loved having on the show over the years. Now, we have not had Shelly on the show in over a year. I don't know how that happened. I'm going to blame COVID, I guess. Life has been crazy. Shelly took on a new job. Things have been crazy here at RV Atlas headquarters, and we just haven't connected in a while. So when Shelly reached out recently with a couple ideas for podcasts, I was all in immediately. So both episodes this week are going to be with Shelly. In the first episode, she is reviewing Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park, Guadalupe River in Kerrville, Texas, which was a short stop on a much longer kind of epic RV trip that she took. And she'll talk a little bit about the overall trip as well. And then she's going to come back for a second episode where she gives us 10 tips for traveling in a large group in an RV, 10 tips for surviving traveling in a large group in an RV. So we have two awesome episodes, both with Shelly, both based on this 25, I think, or 26-day road trip that she just got home from, and I couldn't be more excited to have her back. But before we dive into her review of this really, really awesome full-featured Jellystone Park in Texas, we have sponsored messages from our friends at Thet and from our friends at CampSpot. Thetford makes going places easy by manufacturing top RV maintenance and sanitation products, and they've been doing it since 1963. Thetford's Aquamax holding treatments neutralize odors and accelerate waste digestion to prevent clumping, clogging, and tank residue, all at the same time. The Aquamax family is bronopol and formaldehyde-free, so it is campground-friendly and California-compliant. Proudly made in the USA, Thetford's new family of Aquamax holding tank treatments have been extensively researched and tested safe for all RV and marine toilets, holding tanks, and septic systems. Aquamax is available in liquid, toss-in, and dry pack. It's in seven different sizes and in spring shower scent and summer cypress scent. To find out more, head on over to Thetford.com. The RV Atlas is also sponsored by CampSpot. CampSpot is an instant booking platform for camping across North America. Research and book the best campgrounds, RV parks, cabins, glamping destinations, and more, whether it's last minute or for your epic road trip months away. And now CampSpot is pleased to announce the launch of a mobile app to make it even easier for campers to search, discover, and book their perfect camping trip. 
With the CampSpot mobile app available on both iOS and Android, campers will have access to over 110,000 campsites in 49 states in the U.S. and all 10 Canadian provinces. And because CampSpot integrates directly with campground reservation systems, campers can instantly find and book their ideal CampSpot right in the app. CampSpot also offers premium inventory, real-time availability, and a lowest price guarantee so that you can find the best sites at the best campgrounds for the best prices. Plus, you can save your favorite campground finds for future trips and keep all of your reservations organized in one place. Book those fall camping trips right now. Fall is right around the corner. To find your CampSpot, visit CampSpot.com today. Hello, Shelly Bailey Sean. Welcome back to the RV Atlas. How are you? Jeremy, it has been far too long. Over a year and definitely too long. So I'm really excited to have you on for both episodes this week. This is your week on the show. Oh my God, pressure. And you've had a crazy year, right? I mean, you don't have to go into too much detail, but it's been a very interesting year for you, correct? Yes, um, I started a new job um, during COVID, uh, which was in public education. So uh, that has been challenging. Um, But we also just got back from a mammoth um, RV trip cross country, uh, 25 days and um, 2,500 or 7,500 miles. So um, it was epic. That is a very robust RV trip. And I must say, I'm quite proud of you. So you're here today. You're going to review Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park in Guadalupe River, Texas. But that was a short stop on a long trip, as you just mentioned. So can you just give us an overview of this awesome 25-day trip you just went on? Yes. So it was not only um, challenging because of the distance, but we had some um, logistical challenges as, as well. So the first leg was Portland, Oregon to Tampa, Florida. And on board was uh, my husband, my son and my son's girlfriend. And then when we got to Tampa, the girlfriend got off and my brother, sister-in-law and two little nephews got on Um, So if you're keeping count, that's seven people and a dog in my 38-foot motorhome. And we went Tampa to Phoenix. And then in Phoenix, I kicked everyone out um, other than the dog. And my two best friends from high school flew in from Michigan. And then it was a girl's trip from Phoenix to Portland. And you're working on the novelized version of this as well, right? For for a satirical novel. (laughs) Now, I'll tell everybody listening to this episode, um, this is the first of two with you this week. You're going to actually come back and give us 10 tips for surviving an RV trip with a large group, right? And I, when you suggested that as a podcast idea, I was like, sign me up now because I just want, I just want to hear about it. All right, so this, I, we are going to do that episode. And I have to say, though, we had a, fam- a fabulous time. Okay, so this was your first Jellystone uh, campground trip, but also to just give us your background with just resort camping in general. Is that is that something you've done over the years? Because this Jellystone would kind of fall into that category of a resort. So what's your experience there? Have you guys done a lot of resort camping? Well, it is kind of shocking that in 14 years of RVing that this is our first Jellystone because we've been listening to you describe them for years. Um, So I now know what we've been missing for sure. Um, but yes, we we do do a fair amount of uh, RV resorts along with, you know, national campgrounds like you. We like to have a good mix. Um, we've also been to some 
that have falsely advertised themselves as uh, resort campgrounds. I know that's uh, a bone that you guys pick uh, sometimes as well. Um, but Yogi Bear's Jellystone and Guadalupe River is a bona fide uh, RV resort. And for listeners who are also maybe not as familiar with the Jellystone brand, um, they are more dominant on the East Coast and the Midwest, and there are definitely, objectively speaking, fewer locations in the West. I mean, that's an area they're looking to expand in, but there's a couple in Colorado. There's one in California. So if you're from Oregon. It makes sense that maybe this was your first Jellystone visit. So let's dive in. You ready to talk about how it went and if you liked it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So let's talk about the accommodations first in terms of like cabins and RV sites. What what did they have? What did it look like? Um, what did you think? Well, this campground, I should mention, um, is about um, an hour or two from San Antonio. And we stopped um, on our trip between San Antonio and Big Bend National Park. So this was our stopover. We spent a day here. Um, and I truly can understand now why families uh, would go to a Jellystone for the entire weekend because we we could have stayed the entire weekend and not exhausted all the things that were offered. So this is a really large campground. Um, in terms of accommodation, it has about 98 cabins or so, um, and they have nine different categories ranging from cabins starting at about 122 a night to cottages starting at 153 a night to bungalows starting at 182 a night. Um, they're in various parts of the park and they sleep anywhere from four to eight people. Um, most of the cabins do have a kitchen, um, some with a stove, some without. And it's important to remember that the linens are extra. So you have to pay like $20 a bed for your entire stay. Um, but if you don't have an RV or are with um, traveling with a family that doesn't have an RV, uh, there's plenty of cabin selection. I'm happy to hear they offer a linens package. And Stephanie and I have said over the years, we think anybody renting cabins for $100, $150, $200 a night, uh, linens should absolutely be an option. I don't mind paying more for them, but uh, that allows somebody flying in to stay there, for instance. Now, I'm fascinated by something in your notes here. So you say there's about 98 cabins here and there's about 150 RV sites. That's amazing to me because traditionally a campground of this size would maybe have 150 RV sites and 20 cabins. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we're seeing like a trend here for a lot of campgrounds, particularly resort style campgrounds. And maybe this is the future that we're looking at where really there's just as many RV sites as there are cabins. I'm just I'm just so uh, kind of amazed at how close those those numbers are. So tell us about the 150 RV sites. So those are in six categories, um, and most had paved pads and full hookups, and they ranged in price from mm, about 50 bucks a night to $85 a night. Um, so again, if you're traveling with another family who doesn't have an RV, you guys could, you know, camp together, um, no problem there. Um, and, you know, these nightly rates may be a little higher than you're accustomed to paying, but you know, keep in mind that all the campers get access to the water park and other amenities at this park. Um, so I actually found it to be a really good value. Okay, great. And you're going to go through in a little bit. We'll talk specifically about things that are like included in that price and things that might cost a bit extra. So any inside tips for selecting a site? I mean, where was your site while you were there? Did you like it? 
Yeah. So it being such a big campground, this is definitely one of those that you're going to want to look at the online map um, while you're making those reservations. And if your family is anything like mine, they'll want to be close to the water park. That is always our draw. So um, I would say you're going to be reserving spots uh, one to eight or 71 to 119 if you're an RVer. Um, I preferred the spots on the end of the row um, because the lawn space was a little bit larger. Um, I should mention that this park does rent golf carts starting at $56 a day, um, but we didn't find those you know, to be necessary. Again, it was a one night stay um, for us. Um, I do wanna mention one thing about um, making your reservation. You know, This is a really popular park and they recommend making reservations six months in advance. So um, if you know, you're know you thinking about the fall or even next summer, I, th I think you should um, be reserving in advance. And one other thing to think about is um, if you really are planning ahead for the 2024 solar eclipse, um, they're already starting um, to get interest in that. And there's an interest form that you can fill out online. Shelly, I'm stressed about my plans for next summer. <laughs> and now you're hitting me with 2024, for goodness sake. Now, let me ask Solar you. Here. Uh, well, that's true. And if you want something like that, people do book. And I, uh, yeah, let me take a little detour here for one second. This was a a big trip, a 25 night or so trip. You stayed in a lot of different types of campgrounds. There is a lot of conversation and discussion out there about how hard it is to book sites these days. How far in advance did you plan this whole trip soup to nuts? Like when, when did you do this? Well, I was one of those who was going to take this trip, um, in 2020. Um, and so I ended up delaying, um, the trip and all 25 reservations had to get moved, um, to 2021. So, I mean, I've been planning this thing since 2019, if you want to know the, the honest God truth. I remember talking to you about that. I think I remember I think I remember you being on the show when you were still sort of feeling your way through whether to take the trip or not. Did it I mean, did it feel good to finally do the trip after all that time? Absolutely. Um, and, you know. Things being a little bit looser um, this summer, I, I think the experience is better than it would have been the previous year. I agree completely. I mean, we got some good travel in last summer, but uh, to say it was stress-free would be dishonest, um, where mm -hmm. um, our travel this summer has definitely been much less stressful, uh, you know, close to normal for us. So let's talk, yeah. let's talk about the activities there and sort of break that down a little bit, because when you're staying at one of these Jellystones, that's a, a huge part of the attraction. So what do they have to offer activity-wise? What do we need to know? Well, again, having been our first Jelly Stone experience, I mean, it was dizzying. Um, the array of amenities and activities was, um, you know, really impressive to me. It kind of reminded me of being like on a cruise ship where you need to strategically plan your schedule in order to take advantage of everything. Um, however, it's important to note that like a cruise, um, not everything is free um, and some activities do involve an extra fee. So can you break that down for us like a little bit more in terms of what's included and what might cost a little bit of extra money? 
Absolutely. So um, let's begin with what's included. Um, there, of course, there's the water park, which was a huge hit with everyone in our family. Um, the water area has two racing slides and two corkscrew slides. Um, they have this 242 foot, they call it the Guadalupe, the loop. Um, and it's the one where you can go down in one or two person inflatables and it has like an oversized funnel. Um, that was our favorite. Uh, and then they had the Yogi Bears water zone with um, four little slides for, uh, you know, little tykes and lots of shooting cannons and dumping buckets. My nephews really enjoyed that area. And then they have three outdoor pools and an indoor pool. Um, and then on the pool deck, you can rent um, cabanas. They start at about $69 a night. Um, but again, we didn't really find those to be um, necessary. No problem finding deck chairs. Um, I will say you, you always uh, throw the nobody's perfect category at me. Um, this time, I would say that the staff on the slides weren't quite as attentive to safety as I would have liked. Um, you know, maybe more interested in squirting guns with um, guests with water guns and then keeping track of who was going down the slide when. But I admit to being a little bit hypersensitive to water safety park because I actually used to work at a water park. So um, in the category of nobody's perfect, I wish they would would have been just a little bit more attentive, especially to my young nephews who are going down these slides. I want to hear more about you working at a water park, but I think we <laughs> I'm, in, I'm intrigued here. I, fair, fair point on everything you just said. But I also want to maybe have you come back on a podcast and just, you know, re recount your days working at a water park. Um, OK, so one of Charlie's many summer jobs. <laughs> you, you've had uh, quite a lot of interesting career choices. Um, <laughs> What else is included? I mean, I help our, you know, help our listeners understand what they're getting for that nightly price here. Oh, yeah. I mean, so mini golf, disc golf, soccer ball, um, basketball, sand volleyball, tetherball, horseshoes, billiards, you know, the jumping pillow and pad, which I tried for the first time. That was really fun. Um, scavenger hunts. You know, you have the hey, hey, hey rides, playgrounds. And this one has a ninja playground. Um, which even enticed um, the teenager on our trip. So that was a big hit. Um, there are a number of fenced dog parks if you're um, traveling with your four-legged camper. Um, and then the campground itself actually sits on the Guadalupe River. So you can fish, you can go for nature walks, and then just a short drive away, you could even rent kayaks and canoes um, from Kerrville Kayak and Canoe, if, if that's something that interested you. Now, was the water deep enough to do that right at the campground, or did you have to go further away to get deeper water, or you're just saying you had to go further away to get the rentals? Had to go further away to get the rentals, but you could, um, you know, uh, put in a, a kayak or a little raft um, and, and take a spin. Um, the river's really accessible. All right. So, it's, you know, to those listening, this I would say this is a fully featured Jellystone. This sort of has everything that a jelly that Jellystones offer. And it not every Jellystone has all of this. Right. It's almost like they took the whole Jellystone playlist and popped it onto one one campground here, which is great. Right. Um, yeah, I kind, of, I kind of felt like that, like everything I've ever heard you mention about any Jellystone review you did was like at this park. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, there is so much choice. Well, that's the Texas way, isn't it? Right. I it mean, is. Let's just have everything. We have lots of space. So let's put everything here. Um, anything else that that did cost a little bit extra? 
So uh, laser tag, arcade, uh, they had pedal cars, crafts, candy bingo, um, the gem mining, you know, all those were extra. And having never been to a Jellystone before, um, you know, I, I, I was a little surprised because I didn't realize there were going to be a lot of extra fees. Um, but again, it's, it's a resort camping experience. And, you know, there are so many other things that you can do for free that you, you don't really have to rely um, on all of this. Uh, also, I would also, just to weigh in there, like I would personally rather pay a bit more per night and have fewer things cost extra like to me things like uh you know tie-dyeing a t-shirt or something where you're physically buying a t-shirt you know fine that's something i'm more than willing to pay extra for and even laser tag is so exceptionally you know fun and involved i certainly don't mind paying for that but it, but generally speaking i'm with you yeah I, I would just rather have my fee for the night cover more of it yeah yeah and it, you know it wasn't a big downer but it was something um that was different than other rv uh, resorts that we had stayed at in the past. Um, but there were a lot of other things too that were included as far as like the bear meet and greets, um, the glow roller skating, there was a little bit of an extra fee, ice cream, socials, um, movies, ro rocket launches. Um, and then on uh, the, during the evening, the campground held a free um, foam dance party. And this was a spectacle. Have you ever done one of these foam parties i have seen photos and <laughs> did you purposely schedule your trip so that you were there for the foam party i have never actually participated in one i mean tell me more and then you got to tell me more about rocket launches too for goodness sake you blew right past that so give me more oh. on foam parties and rocket launches so the rocket launches um i can't say too much about because they were not on the day we were there but i'm assuming that the kids make a a, a rocket kind of like you do in cub scouts and then they they launch them but this foam party i have to say um it was hysterical i they have like these two machines suspended in the air and they pour out like these sudsy bubbles all on top of your heads and so my two young nephews got in you know the mosh pit here um with the suds um just everywhere and they declared it the best campground shower they had ever had i mean it was it was really memorable it was a great time and it was free I can't believe after all my Jellystone experience, I haven't done this because I, I know that this is something they do at other Jellystones as well. So I, th I think you're missing out, Jeremy. I think I am, too. So <laughs> did, did you did that cover? I mean, there's so much here. Did that did that cover most of it? Is there anything that you missed or do you want to move on to some some things to do outside of the campground? I think that covers most of it. Okay, we're going to come back in, in one second, and we're going to talk about some things to do in the area, some places to eat. Um, this is Shelly Bellyshaw from founder of Kid Tripster, who's always going to have recommendations for us for things to do in each area. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Ocala Marion County. Ocala Marion County is a place you must put on your summer itinerary. Located in central Florida, just off of I-75, this is a place that was tailor-made for summer road trips and family vacations. Whether you're looking for campgrounds or RV parks, there are plenty of options in Ocala Marion County. And once you've settled in, the whole place becomes your personal outdoor playground. It all starts with the area's amazing natural springs. These things are crystal clear and they're always 72 degrees, perfect for swimming, 
paddleboarding, kayaking, you name it. There are countless trails to explore. Whether you're hiking, biking, or even riding horses, you can golf, zipline, stroll through the quaint historic downtown. The options are truly endless. Honestly, it's the perfect place to leave work and worries behind and just experience everything like travelers like us love the most. So take it from us here at the RV Atlas. If you're looking for a place that has everything you need for your best vacation ever, it's safe to say that summer starts in Ocala, Marion County. Learn more and plan your fun today at ocalamarion.com. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are here with Shelly Bailey Shaw, and it's been too long, as we discussed at the beginning of the show. It's been over a year, and what a what a crazy year it's been. But we are back today talking about Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park, Guadalupe River in Kerrville, Texas, which sounds like a really fully featured Jellystone Park resort to me. Uh, and now Shelly's going to take us a, a bit outside of the campground and talk about food options and maybe some things to do in the area. So Shelly, talk to us about places to eat, things to do. So if you decided that you didn't want to leave the campground, um, there is some dining uh, there at the resort. Um, we didn't have the occasion to sample, so I can't speak to its quality, but it has the Cartoon Cafe, uh, which was like kind of a poolside um, cafe, you know, think burgers, tacos, chicken wings, that sort of thing. And then they had a um, restaurant called the River Rock Pub and Pizzeria. Um, that was over by the activity center and it offered brick oven pizzas and adult beverages and actually often had live music. Um, so that was uh, kind of an added bonus. And then, of course, they have the ranger station, uh, which is home to the camp store, has a limited uh, amount of groceries and an ice cream counter. However, I do think you should uh, leave the campground and go get yourself some Texas barbecue. And you have to go less than five miles um, to Buzzy's Barbecue, famous for their brisket. Uh, apparently, they've been voted best brisket in Texas by Texas Monthly Magazine. Um, and the owners actually also have been featured on one of the Destination America's shows, um, Barbecue Pitmasters. Um, so this is a well-known place, um, but do... Uh, make sure you check the hours ahead of time. They are closed on Monday and they close early on Sunday. So, but if you want yourself some Texas barbecue, this place is um, practically around the corner. I want it. I want it. I want it. And I love, <laughs> I really love when a, a campground just so happens to be really, really close to uh, amazing food, dining, restaurants, road food, barbecue, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome that this place is just sort of right up the road, as it were. And Texas Monthly is a huge magazine, great magazine. I've picked up copies when I was in Texas before. And to win Best Brisket in Texas is uh, something to be proud of for sure. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So Shelly, what else do we need to know? Anything else as we wrap it up here that you want our listeners to know about this, uh, this Jellystone or the area around it? So Guadalupe um, River is in Texas Hill Country. Um, I know that you guys have spent a lot of time there and have a lot of recommendations. And, you know, there's just a lot of cute little Texan towns that are around Kerrville. Um, there's Bandera, Comfort, um, Fredericksburg, which I think is where you went. And then um, I think it's pronounced Luchenbach. Um, that it, the, all those are, you know, uh, are very close by hour to two hours. And then, you know, the area itself also has like something like 50 um, wineries in Texas Hill Country that uh, you can partake of as well. And I, I bet you could find a couple of other, um, you know, barbecue joints 
uh, along the road uh, to partake of as well. So, you know, lots to, to discover here. And again, if you just, you happen to be doing that same route that we did um, from Austin to Big Bend National Park, um, this is a great uh, stopover. It's a really a beautiful part, not just of Texas, but of the country. And we we spent a day, maybe a day or two in in Fredericksburg and downtown Fredericksburg's adorable. And I, I can't help but remember the um, I believe it was like the, the World War Two Museum, like the World War Two Maritime Museum was was exceptional uh, and lots of great food around there. Rolling Hills, really, really beautiful part of the country. So Shelly, thank you so much for your review. And I, I really, uh, you know, I'm excited to uh, talk to you again in our next episode this week, because I want to know how you survive an RV trip with seven <laughs> people and a dog in a 38 foot motorhome. So uh, promise me you'll come back and we'll do that one. Absolutely. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Shelly. Thank you, Jeremy. A big thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas and a big thanks to our sponsors. To Jayco, the Thetford Corporation, Camp Spot, Yogi Bears, Jellystone Park Camp Resorts, and our friends at Ocala Marion County in Florida. To find out more about the topics discussed in this show, visit thervatlas.com. And join the friendliest group of RVers over at the RV Atlas Group on Facebook. And if you enjoyed this show, please consider leaving us a review over at iTunes. And we'll see you at the campground. See you at the campground.